0: Bienvenidos a RDF Outlook, el podcast donde platicaremos con abogados y visionarios sobre su carrera, retos profesionales y el futuro de la industria. Yo soy Pepe Toriello y estoy convencido que los abogados podemos trabajar mejor y más rápido con los softwares correctos. Este podcast es una prueba. This is definitely a most audio masterclass that can be used by any law firm or in-house legal team to become more productive and work more efficiently. Since the main thing we discussed with Lender was what's the best way to keep your clients happy as a service provider. Project management is the best tool for managing expectation of your clients with your services. What are the activities that your client expect you to deliver? The better you do this, the better you will satisfy your client's expectations. And the beauty of project management is to align the expectation of your clients with your services. You have to define the scope, stages, deadlines, and metrics. The more precise you are, the better will be the user experience, meaning happier clients. Leandro shared with us great recommendations on how to start with project management. One of the big tip is to register right out to the project management institution. Uh, the website is pmi.org. Learn about different methodologies like the waterfall Agile approach, which is more applicable to IT projects. And then we talk about contract and commercial management, better called CCM, which is only one way of project management. The best way to implement a CCM project is to start by establishing KPIs in different quadrants, operational and strategic ones. You need to start by having clear goals and processes. You can even do that on an Excel sheet, and then you can start worrying about implementing a CLM to automate most of the administrative work. Here's our interview with Leandro. Leandro Doca, I'm so excited to have you again in in RDF Outlook. Our last interview was like a couple of months ago. It was actually one of the first ones and still one of the most listened interviews in our show. And I'm, I'm so excited to have you again here.
1: So I am excited. Thank you very much for inviting me again. It's an honor to be here. Very happy to you know to see that our podcast is making a success. Uh, that was an objective. I mean, trying to Open a window and see behind the window. Uh, you know what's CCM. What's uh, you know uh, you know some, some experience for myself to 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 help others. So uh, it's very very good to, to be here again and talk to you.
0: Exactly. So uh, I really appreciate your time again and uh, and I think what I wanted to do in this second interview. Leander Doca, who by the way, if you haven't listened to our previous interview, Leander Doca is the VP of Commercial and Contract Management in Cap Gemini. Huge company. And uh, and and I think it will be very very cool to go into a little bit more of the details on what we talked about in our last interview, where we were discussing about a little bit about your background, where you were working, and now what are you doing in Capgemini. And I think uh, now I get it even more (laughs) on what we discuss about the importance of, of, of having a good project management in order to manage all your contracts. In my experience right now during uh, this past uh, uh, this, this couple of months is that project management, it can mean everything in the provision of services because it allows you to have a really clear scope on what are you doing on your services? On what are you doing? All the details, and and this is something that most contract managers or maybe lawyers they don't have. But you, with your with your experience in the in the real estate and construction business, uh, when when you were constructing. Uh, co- constructing complex hospitals is it, it's like a construction plan right well, where you have to specify super clearly the materials the time that is going to take for each of the cases scenario what do you need before starting the next stage and how you deliver uh, all your services and and the products to your clients so uh i i i I would like to start this interview with this point in the specific. What do you think w- was uh, the most important lesson on your previous work on the on, uh, with project management, and now that you are a VP of the commercial and, and contract management and in 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 the in the provision of your services with your clients?
1: Right. So. I see that uh, commercial contract management is a piece of project management. I mean, project right. management is, is uh, much bigger than CCM, if you will, because it's, uh, co- the contract is one one element of uh, you know uh, what you have to manage whenever you are you know managing a project, right? So right. Uh, the contract is one component, but then you have the resources, you have the client, you have, I mean, the money, you have everything. So uh, the method for implementing so uh, the quantity is only one piece so that's why the experience I had you know uh, in the project management management side was so important to me to really you know uh, defining and um, strategizing uh, the CCM side uh, within GapChem and I you know uh, and I think that the one one component uh, which is very very important for uh, project management is because at the end uh, it helped Helps you in uh, uh, managing expectation, right? right. You were you were saying that look, it's it's easier to define the scope, the step by step. What uh, are the you know the, the activities that you need to receive for then execute yours? So I mean, the more you align uh, the expectation with your clients, with your you know uh, counterparts, the better will be because then the frustration would be reduced in case uh, you know it happens you know there is a there is a concept in the market that says that you know the more expectation you have uh and then uh, the, uh you know if you do not manage the more frustration you can have so 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 the point you have to to you know try to do is to balance both i mean so if you i i, I tell you look go to see a, a movie that it is spectacular and so on so i, I would elevate your expectation right but then, your uh, when you perceive your your own opinion, if it's so much different from mine and it, it's you know uh, lower than mine, then your frustration would be higher than uh, if I put the, the bar a bit lower, because then you would see that movie. You you could compare you know compare that your expectation was set. Oh, that would be a, an okay movie, and then I see. It's an okay or no, or no could be you know a, a higher than the expectation that I generated to you in the beginning. So the frustration would be more manageable. So it's the same in projects. So the more you try to define uh, and align the expectations in the, you know since the very beginning, I think that the, the chances of having success is much uh, higher, right? So that's uh, I think that the beauty of the project management that brings you uh, all the tools and uh, you know the, the the components for really defining. Uh, what would be needed? So, taking that example in a, a law firm, right? So, right. Um, you know, when you 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 are um, you know trying to to define a proposal for your client, you know, so the more objective, what is in the scope, out of the scope, what are the necessary, you know, stages, uh, uh, you know, uh, along your your you know proceeding that you you would help the client. Uh, you know uh, if you have met metrics in order to you know give your price, you know so the more precise you are, you know the better will be because then you can really set the expectations since the very beginning. it's easier to track, which is another component of the project right, right. because every project is not only defining the plan but really tracking the plan right uh, And then at the end you you're probably you're gonna have a, a happier, client right which is the most important thing
0: right and and also take really good care on the budgets because if your client doesn't know what's included in the budget then when you charge them more money that they were thinking about the project was going to cost that will increase this frustration right and and that also work for you with your clients and also for your team, right? Because I don't know if, if in, I don't know, if, if they were expecting to have, I don't know, two meetings uh, or two calls a week, and then you're asking me to have 15, then you'll have set your terms and condition and your, and your plan since the beginning. And it will be easier for you to communicate that to your client, right? So this is, this is what we agreed this is getting out of our scope and this is what was inside the initial scope or of our project
1: so that's why again it's so important to have the metrics right that that you want to manage that you want to share with your client because it's easier to manage like your example right so two calls a week okay so 15 calls a week Mm -hmm. then you have to have in your contract you know what would be the price in case you know you extrapolate the scope the defined scope so again at the end you 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 have elements uh, that would you know let you and your client to manage and to set the expectation to keep the ex- expectations aligned since the very beginning so at the end project management is just a tool for keeping the the expectation aligned from my right point of view.
0: and be, before we go forward with some of the questions that i that i have prepared if you if, if somebody asks you that they're interested into learning more about project management, what would you recommend? Do you have any kind of book or courses or, or what do you think would be like a really good first step in this approach into project management?
1: So, I consider the PMI, the Project Management Institute, the, the you know, the best one in terms right. of uh, giving you the, or to set you the I mean, uh, the general aspect of project management, you know, so this right. is the most respectable uh, institute across the globe uh, with many certifications, uh, you know, uh, trainings and so on. So uh, it, it really is, as we have the, 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 the former IACCM, now World uh, Commercial Contracting, um, you know, it is the same for project management, right? So PMI is the one that I would recommend. It's important to, to let you know that um, basically we can we we have uh, different uh, methods tools for you know managing projects. I mean, so you have the I would say the more traditional one, which is related to the waterfall, when you define phases and then you have a sequence of phases.
0: Right. Right. Like Very used some items. in
1: some some. Exactly. Uh, in construction is very used and you know it used to be used also in the IT world you know uh, a couple of years ago but now more and more you have the agile uh, approach right which is uh, a bit different from the you know the other method uh, more apl- applicable for, I would say for IT you know so more and more the, the projects and the companies are becoming more agile using you know the agile framework uh so it's another method and then you can have you know PMI also having a framework for that but also you have others like uh scrum right yeah. which is a, a method for agile you have um
0: very popular right now
1: exactly you have the a framework also in agile for a spotify it's called spotify which is the method developed by spotify for managing agile projects oh, really? and agile really? yeah yeah it's very famous. You have the Scale Agile, which is a framework for managing, uh, you know, several different um, uh, agile projects in parallel and also, you know, supporting the company to work in a more agile way. So, I mean, uh, you have several. Uh, I would recommend PMI because then uh, you have all the frameworks there, uh, but then I take a look in others, like I said, in Scrum, in Spotify and uh, Scale Agile. Uh, and then you're going to have uh, many, many you know, um, uh, background for understanding how to organize a project, what are the, what are the tools and the methods and, and so on. But I think that the most important thing, again, is um, because normally you, you can say that you have a, 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 you know, three big phases in a project, right? Mm-hmm. So you have the planning phase, you have the monitoring phase, the execution, and then you have the closing uh, phase, right? So basically, this is how uh, normally we manage anything in project. And then you have, you know, you can have uh, uh, much more detail in this phase, is you know, in the framework and so on. But I think that the most important part for me, and then it was always the, the, the thing that I, I normally, you know, put a lot of effort is in the planning phase, because then right. again, the more you plan. You know, the better you'll be to execute, to monitor, to align the expectation, to keep the expectation, and so on. So uh, invest time in planning, and then again, using the, the, the different framework that you can have. Because at the end, another thing that, uh, you know, um, is very popular and becoming very popular in project management is that you have to have like a, 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 Batman, a Batman belt, right? Where you have different tools to use in different situations. So, you know, not necessarily you have to use that framework, the complete framework. Maybe you can pick something from that framework, pick another one from another one, another framework and so on. You know, put, put them together and then uh, you, you use in your specific case, right? So that's why it's important to, to try to understand the different uh, uh, frameworks that you have in the market and then just to pick and choose, you know, whatever. Uh, you know you would need your in your you know project let's exactly
0: say, and that's why scope calls are so important in the planning you have, you have to know what are the expectations how are they going to evaluate if this was a successful project or if it's, or when it's it's not going to be a successful project right and you will know exactly what are the topics or items during the project that you should put more attention to right
1: exact exactly
0: Great, and now, Leandro, going back to CCM, contract and commercial management, and you also you also were talking about uh, having uh, monitoring good metrics, right? What would you sure. say are the most important key uh, or the or the KPIs for a contract manager, or how do you establish those?
1: So basically, you know. Uh, all the time that I have to define KPIs, I try to define in two main, I would say, quadrants, right? So one is more operational, okay, mm-hmm. and the other one more strategic, right? So I think that the first thing is really to to frame them in different quadrants, baskets, because they are different and then you have to manage them in a different way. So having said that, then uh, you have to understand that you you have to put the metrics along all the life cycle of the contract, right? So I mean... Since you are, in my case, that we we provide IT services, right? So uh, normally we start uh, drafting the proposal, you know, to send to a client and so on. So you could say the you know the quality of the proposal, the number of red lines that you have in the proposal. So this is uh, a sense of uh, the operational, you know, KPIs that you can you 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 can have. But then you can also have the strategic KPI, which is. Uh, uh, the the what we call here the the uh, time to contract. I mean, mm-hmm. how how are you effective Are you working effectively to reduce the time to contract? Because the more you reduce the time to contract, the more you you're gonna you're gonna speed up the revenue of that contract, right? So right. this is another metric uh, that we I, I normally put in the strategic quadrant. Another metric: how much risk. Were we able to to accept, and then made us more competitive, right? Right. Because normally, why why you have a a CCM working? Because at the end, you know, managing better your contract, managing drafting better your contract, you are able to plant the necessary seeds, seeds, and also the the antidotes for accepting more risks. At the end, this is one of the functions of the CCM, right? So how how are you able to draft a contract and to manage a contract afterwards, in order to to be able to accept more risk, and then to be more competitive? Because you know, normally you you because the way you manage your contract since the very beginning, you would be able to accept a risk that your competitor would not. Right. Then uh, you, you you increase your competitiveness, right? So, this is another KPI that I would put in the in the strat- strategic quadrant. So basically, you know, try to to summarize here, frame you know uh, strategic and operational in the operational, you know, number of red lines, uh, you know, the the usage of clauses. So really more operational stuff that you can think. But I, I'm more concerned about the strategic, right? So. Because at the end, this uh, is what uh, it makes sense to the business, as I said in the previous uh, um, podcast, right? So the more you, you talk the, 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 the language of the business, you know, the better you, you would be perceived by them, right? So time to market, because then you are generating revenue more rapidly, you know, and um, uh, risk uh, acceptance uh, and, and competitiveness, right? When you move to the post signature, right? Then you, you can have, again, the same logic of framing, you know, strategic and uh, operational uh, KPIs. In the operational KPIs, you, you could put, you know, some, you know, uh, um, the obligation management uh, um, compliance, you know, would be uh, a KPI. Mm-hmm. You could put, you know, uh, um, number of disputes in that contract. Uh, you could put... Um, um uh, uh change request that you you negotiated i mean so so it's more uh, uh KPIs related to really to, to the execution right and, and at the strategic level again which is mo- the most important for me uh you can try to to put the number of revenue that you were able to to negotiate uh for instance if you were you've if you were uh, penalized, you know, because of, of the SLAs breaches and so on, uh, how much money you you were able to reduce, you know, because you applied the, the, the necessary uh, contract management um, uh, action uh, to reduce the level of penalty that we were uh, receiving. Uh, if you want disputes, right? So I mean, all the financials, you know, be coming from the good contract management. I would put in the in the strategic quadrants, forming the KPI uh,
0: of that um, contract, right? Right. And and how do you? How is the most common way to keep an eye on those data? Like, uh, or 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 how have you seen it? Like using an an Excel sheet, or there, or or using softwares, or you have to have a guy, or or somebody that is taking care of, of, of including that data in any kind of report, or what, what's like the best practice in order to keep an eye to all those numbers?
1: The best practice for sure would be to, to use a CLM tool. And we have many good CLM tools in the market, right? Uh, that supports us uh, for managing all these uh, KPIs uh but now the reality that i still see uh, is not that right so uh i still see a lot of uh, spreadsheets uh, here and there you know people and overhead trying to fulfill the information and so on but again you have to 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 start uh with a first step and a right. uh, first step could be this right you know you don't have the 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 tool that could be your plan but anyway, it's not because you don't have the tool that you you you, you don't have to manage, right? So start, you know, uh, think big, start smaller, uh, using a spreadsheet, putting the effort, you know, a guide there to fulfill the information, create a governance uh, uh, for monitoring and discussing the results of the KPIs, uh, uh, push action plans to uh, whenever you you, you, you know, have KPIs that are not, uh, um, uh, Achieving the minimal level that you would expect, and again here, just uh, uh, you know, uh, an important point. Uh, KPI is another another method. It's not only having a KPI, right? So you have to define as the smart concept that you you know, smart concept is something that is also important to establish a KPI, where you know you define you know uh, how you're going to measure uh, uh, that KPI. You know the 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 the, the, uh, the frequency. You know who is going to manage. You know the meaning of the the, the KPI. What does the was that uh, what's what does that mean? Right at the end. So I mean, you have to to really establish the KPI and what would be the minimum acceptable, right, for for that? Because then you, if you set the bar here or there, it can you know differentiate your your interpretation of the KPI at the end. So right. Uh, there is also a best practice for established KPIs, but then I start, and uh, you know, even if you you are not a, an expert on on, on that, but start, right? Because if you do not measure, you you don't know where you're going, right?
0: And can you give us just like a, a real case on on how have you applied those KPIs on I don't know it in in any industry? Just 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 to get some examples on which kind of numbers. People should take uh, care of.
1: Sure, and I, I was discussing yesterday with my team that uh, you know uh, we are now framing a kind of uh, cockpit for the the, the, the post-signature uh, parts of the contract, right? The contract management right uh, parts where basically we we were defining the due to the errors that we are seeing, you know, in all the contracts, the majority of the contracts that we that we manage. Uh, coming from the delivery team or coming from the sales team, you know. So, okay, so how can we frame those or to establish a minimum cockpit, like in a car, right, where you have the minimum, you know, the fuel uh, uh, indicator, the temperature indicator, uh, you know, so the minimal uh, uh, guidance for you to drive a car, not necessarily have an indicator for your tire, whether or not, you know, you, you have to put more air or not in your, in your wheel. But then the minimal, right? So the minimal for us would be, you know, do you have the documents organized? I mean, are you generating the evidences, the meeting of the minutes, the status reports? You know, are you registering? You know, what's needed in the during the contract? You know, the execution of the contract. Uh, the other one would be the quality. Are they fine or no? Because you can maybe you can have the documents there, the the evidences or the, you know, the minutes and so on. But at the end, they are very weak and in case you have a dispute you know you you you, you probably you 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 uh, will be in a position a more fragile position to negotiate right so uh, the quality of the evidences would be the second one very important the main obligations whether or not they are uh, accomplished right because when you you look and you you screen a contract you can pick the most important uh, obligations in order to track them right So this is another KPI that we use just to see, you know, for instance, are you managing your baseline? You know, are you managing your SLAs? Are you managing the inflation adjustments that you should, because you know we have this right in the contract? Are you managing the termination or the transition obligation? So I mean, there are some in IT some specific obligations that normally we have problems, right? And then we put them in a cockpit in order to manage them, right? The penalties—are you receiving penalties or not? You know, uh, are, are, are you uh, uh, checking if uh, you, you the the, the measure to, of the penalty is correct by the contract or not? So again, uh, everything—all the problems that we face—I uh, would say—in the majority of the the, 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 the the contracts, right? We try to frame industrialize a cockpit like I gave you some examples, Mm -hmm. to manage them, right? So this is the operational, I would say, KPIs, as I was saying. Okay, so based on that, how can we then go to the strategic KPIs? So, all right, so we manage, the, we see that we are strong for, you know, uh, planting the seeds or documenting along the way. In case we had uh, disputes, were we able to win? I mean, or to avoid losses? okay yes how much and then you you put this how much in the quadrants of the KPI of savings for instance for mm-hmm. for that work for that contract did you apply the, the 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 adjustment because of the inflation yes so you had you know a, a, an additional revenue and because of that you have money at the end right Uh did you reduce the level of penalties that we were receiving? Yes, because you apply the rules of the contract, then you save money for the company, then you put again as part of the saving KPIs uh, that you define in the very beginning. So you see that the operational and the and the strategic KPIs are correlated, right? Normally, the operational ones fulfills the strategic ones in different ways. When the more operational you see really the, you know, the the day by day you know execution of the contract if you were doing the, the minimum the, the minimum that would be necessary and then how this translates in in money you know uh a saving or to avoid leakage uh for this uh, specific contract so this is uh an example that i could give you
0: no that's a really good example <laughs> a very specific one and no and, and and that makes a lot of sense and uh Well, another thing that we were also discussing in our last interview was like, what were like, what was the before and the after of implementing a CCM uh, strategy, and uh, in your experience, well, on something that I remember very well that you told us is that it's important first to to know where are some of the leakages from a bad contract management but besides that one and well i i would like to go a little bit on details on that on how you calculate those details but any other uh in 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 your experience any other recommendation that a company can do in order to build a business case on why they should start implementing a ccm strategy in their business
1: well, I think that, uh, you know, uh, again, uh, more than ever, it's clear that contracts are one of the most important tools or assets in the company, right? Exactly. So uh, we had the heat of the COVID, many negotiations, you know, uh, coming, you know, uh, uh, settlements should be done, disputes and so on. So every, the basis of everything uh, are the contracts, right? So, mm-hmm. so no dispute uh, on that. So having said that, you need to have a team trained to manage this asset, right? Because it's the same. I mean, you, you, you know, if you, there is an example that I heard sometime that I, I, I like it very much, right? So, and this is nothing to do with CCM, you know, but I think that the logic uh, we can apply here. So uh, if I ask you, you know, uh, if you uh, would, you uh, um, yourself to have a surgery with a doctor from the you know 18th uh, 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 century would you go for that surgery yes or no of course not <laughs> exactly so uh, and why are we are we keeping the same method in the schools from the 18th uh, century right i mean that's a logic you know uh, that you are specializing some areas, you know, right. and others you are not specializing. So that's more or less the logic. So that's why you have, it's not just a question of, okay, drafting a contract, signing and putting it in a drawer. You have to have a specialized team because otherwise you're going to be operating the, the same way you were operating, you know, since uh, Jesus was born. <laughs> so, so, so it doesn't make any sense anymore, right? So that's why you, you have... They specialize in teams working in different streams, all of them aligned for sure, but you have to have the fluence to that uh, matter. And then uh, you you need to have CCM. Why? Because drafting better contracts, you're going to reduce the risks uh, during the execution, Uh, you are able to reduce the time to contract you are able to be more competitive by uh, accepting more risks. And why you are accepting more risks? Because you are able to manage better your contract afterwards. Because imagine that you put a lot of assumptions, right, in your in your proposal. So, you, you you know, several assumptions, and then you you sign the contract and then put it in a drawer. And then you, you give this uh, uh, project to be executed by a delivery manager, right, a project manager. And then he or she would be concerned about delivering the project, right? Because right. that's the mission, right? But what about? Are you sure that we are tracking all the assumptions that we put in this the very beginning? That was linked with the price, right? right that you that you gave. So in that in that case, putting a CCM to ensure that the assumptions, the logic of what you sold, right, is accomplished or is monitored, at, uh, you know. Uh, At the end, would save you money, right? Because you're you're trying to ensure that everything that you're negotiating are being, you know, executed. And and to be honest, you know, if you don't have someone take a look and managing this from that perspective, it's very likely that you're gonna fail because the guy in charge of delivering the project is concerned about you know there are so many things to manage. You know, the people. The client, the project itself, and so on—you don't have the time for going there and, and making sure that the assumptions or the you know the obligations are are being managed, you know. So and then you have the leakage, you know. So so that's the the the, the, the basic the the logic behind it.
0: Exactly, I really like one article published by Spend Matters where it was like explaining the commercial line contract uh, lifecycle managers, and one of the things that they were saying is that contracts are now well are becoming because this is not something that they, that everybody does a source of data it's a source of data because right now what most of the companies do is that once they sign the contract they just put it on the drawer and they take it out I mean they, they read it again whenever there's a problem with the, exactly. uh, with, uh, with the counterparty and this is very important because every company w- operates with by managing external relationship commercial relationships with your clients or with your vendors or whatever and there's no other document more detailed on this on the commercial agreements and all the data that, that you have to to keep an eye on than on the contracts so that's why this is more like a source of data and you have you have to be very good managing those commercial relationships in order to be competitive in the market. Otherwise there exactly. are going to be a lot of leakages and uh, and this will just cost you money, right?
1: Exactly, exactly. And again, at the end is managing the expectation because look, you signed an agreement, you, so you you negotiated and then you find you found an agreement. So you know that you know, you should shouldn't have any surprise if you just exercise what is written in the contract, because we agreed since the very beginning, right? So yeah. that's the point. And then you start managing. So imagine that you define a, 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 a road A, and then you you deliver this to another guy. Then he or she start delivering a road B, and for sure there will be a frustration because then you you would expect road A, and then you are receiving road B. And then the, the disputes, you know, start. So that's the, the point again, you know, uh, having a method, having project management tools, CCM and so on, to really make sure that you keep, uh, uh, stick to the road you sold or you agreed, right?
0: Exactly, and this is something that I've seen when people are trying to build a business case because whenever they want to calculate their return on investment, they only think about, okay, may. With this system, now we're going to take two days instead of five to draft a contract. And that's, I mean, that could be one thing that you can take into consideration, but there's a lot of other things. There's a lot of different leakages. There's a lot of things that you have to take into consideration because having a good commercial, a good commercial contract, management will in, will increase your or will improve your commercial relationship with either your clients or your vendors. Exactly. Exactly. And one last thing that I would like to ask you Leandro. And uh, I've seen uh, well my my idea or my vision of what's going to happen right now now that contra management is getting more popular than before. Is that there are going to be more work opportunities for people that are specializing on 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 being a a contract manager? So and that's why well well we we both met because we have a, a friend in common with a prior, the, the former IACCM, now World Commerce and Contracting. But I think this is like a perfect moment for either lawyers, engineers, or whatever people that is thinking about uh, building, a, a going in the niche, because I think more companies are going to start uh, taking care on this. And this can be like a huge opportunity for a lot of people. And that's why Reading, studying, get certified will 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 we'll create new opportunities in the economy of any country. Uh, what do you think about it? Do you? What's like your vision on how the market is going to change in the upcoming five or ten years?
1: Look, uh, going back to you know when I started in CCM back in 2011, right? And I was part of the project management community, and then I was invited to start this function in Brazil right uh, back then I really you know did understand uh, you know too much you know the logic and why the difference you know between you know CCM and project management and so on but then I saw exactly the point you said you know there is an opportunity here this is a green field and this is the the, the, the blue ocean logic right. right and since then you know I started just by myself you know uh now I have a big team, right? We have we are very big in and Nine now, almost 400 CCMs wow. worldwide. Yeah, uh, and we started with some people, and I was one of these people, right? But then I had the the, uh, the belief and the passion, right? That um, this area was really the, the the specialization needed, as I told you, right? I mean, there is something there that's not being managed. Uh, we keep seeing the same problems because of the lack of, uh, you know, the contract, the, the management of the contract. And I see a lot of growth since then. Right? And and the same passion and the vision and, the, you know, uh, the willingness to keep working in CCM, I still have. I mean, if someone asked to me today, do you want to move to another function? I would say, No, because I still see a lot of space in CCM uh, more than ever, right? The COVID accelerated four or five years for us as well. Uh, And uh, the provocation that I do to the others is exactly that look, uh, there is a green field here. Come to the blue ocean part, right? Right. Because again, more and more we have a, a strong community worldwide. You see that we are together. He and uh, many of the, our listeners are, you know, probably not a CCM today, but could be tomorrow. Right. Right. Uh, we have in CCM many engineers, finance guys, administrators, uh, lawyers. No, I mean, it's it's a it's a, a a function that accommodates all kind of professionals because you know we have so many different dimensions to to manage and to to you know balance that really um, creates the demand for having, you know, different professionals, backgrounds for really having the specialization needed for for this uh, function, right? And uh, again, I think that, uh, you know, more than ever, the the, the companies understood that uh, they need to uh, to get more specialized in this function. In the example that I gave to you, the medicine you know uh uh um uh is different now compared with two centuries uh, uh, two centuries you know ago they schools not that much you know we still see at least in brazil that uh, you know we should be much uh, you know beyond we are today because we are i would say old school yet right. you know uh, in the way that we teach and so on uh, and uh, we cannot afford anymore to have to to act as old school for managing our contracts, right? And at the end, the contract uh, is, uh, you know, uh, another thing that I, you know, just came to my mind that I I really push to my teams here, is that the contract is a marketing tool. So the the more, the better you, you are able to negotiate, to draft, to, you know, accept risks, you're gonna be seen as a good, supplier or a good partner to to make business with so imagine that you know right so so if, if you have a good system, at the end you're gonna you, you're gonna be seen uh, by the market as a good player to to make business and then yeah, more yeah. revenue will come because you are able to manage all oh, you know the things better in a more professionalized professionalized way right, right. so contract is also a marketing tool because it promotes, you know, the view the marketing will have from you that you are an easy guy to make business with, and that's fantastic. And that's then, great. you know, uh, uh, I think it's uh, it's my last point here: why the companies really need to have a system.
0: That's. Uh great point I never thought about it never heard about it <laughs> but it's but it makes so much sense and 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 you're right and as we were discussing I mean contracts are the best way on how to handle your commercial relationship and the best way to be competitive in the market is how you manage it how you manage your commercial relationships because that, that would mean you have uh, happier clients happier vendors and it will be a win-win situation to every company absolutely that's great leandro it's been a pleasure as always talking to you and thanks a lot for sharing your thoughts with us. And I'm pretty sure that all our listeners being students or being professional or professional with a lot of experience or just starting in the market will really enjoy. And hopefully it will open their eyes to see what's going on and what are the things that people should start taking care of right now. Contract management, contract, CCM, contract and commercial management is one of those.
1: Thank you very much, Pepe. much appreciated. Thanks, for
0: Thanks Muchas gracias por escucharnos y nos vemos en el siguiente episodio de RDF Outlook. No se olviden de seguirnos en las redes, síganos en LinkedIn, uh, en Pepe Toriello y en Twitter como arroba PepeToriello. Nos vemos en la siguiente.